Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Chris Watches Podcast, episode number four. Okay, we're going over Snowfall, season one, episode four. And this may be the this may be the last episode because Franklin quits at the end of this episode. So I guess I'm not reviewing any more show. Like I don't even know why I'm recording this podcast. Franklin quit. I don't need to watch no more shows. But alright. Let's get right into it. Alright. Spanish rock. It opens up. The episode opens up at dark. And you hear you hear muffling like from a trunk. And um, Spanish, it turns out to be Spanish Rock, Lucia, and Pedro's car. And Lucia asks um, Spanish Rock to dig in the trunk for for for, car, for keys, I guess car keys. And he's digging around. There's a body in the trunk, a dead body. And they get the keys, and then it cuts to them in the house. Pedro looks spooked. Like, he looks terrified of what... Because we didn't see them kill the guy they were stalking last episode. But they insinuating that they killed him. Yeah, and throughout the episode, they drop hints of what happened when they ran up on dude. So, but anyway, Lucia's coming out the shower and she's like brushing her hair. And then she starts picking at her hair. She digs in, she finds a bullet, and there's mad blood on her fingers. And it's crazy that a bullet's in her hair. But mind you, this woman just came out the fucking shower. And you telling me that time in the shower, she didn't wash her hair? Like, even if you don't wash your hair, when you're in the shower, you touch your hair anyway. So that was confusing. That means Lucia's dirty as hell. She don't know how to, wipe, she don't know how to wash her ass. Coming out and then, alright. So, so, alright, then now it cuts to the scene where they chilling in the, oh, where Pedro does a line of coke (laughs) on the kitchen counter and Spanish Rock does not, yo, he does not like Pedro. He was looking at him crazy, like mean mugging him. He does not fuck with Pedro. He does not like Pedro. So I'm waiting for them to square up. So anyway, Pedro's like all paranoid. Like the the line of coke didn't help. Like he's already freaking out. Like I told you in the last episode, he's not built for this life. He's already freaking out. And he does a line of coke and he tells um Spanish Rock, like, yo, look out for Lucia. She's like different. Like she doesn't she doesn't kill spiders. When she finds one, she she lets him outside. She yells at me when I kill spiders. The funny thing is, Pedro saying that about Lucia when when Gustavo was looking at Pedro like, I'm thinking that about you, homeboy. Like I don't trust you. I don't like you and I don't trust you. Alright, so then there and it looks like the the kill was dangerous. Because Lucia's finding the bullets in her hair. And uh, Gustavo got like a gash on his back. So he's uh, he's having Lucia stitch it up. And when she first puts the needle in, he reacts. Because that shit got to hurt. Like it's a needle puncturing your skin. And he's like, ooh, ah, 
And Lucia stops. She grabs a bag of coke. And she puts it on the wound. And she tells him, coke is a natural anesthetic. I think that's what she said. I can't, I don't know. Maybe I'm mispronouncing the word, but you know what I'm saying. And I, the coke numbs up the wound so she can sew. And Spanish rock don't feel shit. So, Pedro is freaking out. Like, Lucia and Gustavo was, like, sitting in the crib chilling, like, reminiscing or something. And then they hear gunshots. So, they run out, and it's Pedro shooting what he thinks is a rat. Turns out to be a possum. And Pedro's like, possums are nocturnal. He's like, whatever, you killed the possum. So... Um, Lucia asks um, Gustavo, "Can you take pick up that body and throw it in the trunk with old boy?" So Lucia goes lays down next to Gustavo while he's laying down, and she asks him if he's seen anyone die. And he goes, "Yeah." And Lucia answers for him, like, "Yeah, you saw Max." So um, Gustavo looks to Lucia and goes, "Have you?" And she goes, no. Which is a lie, but I will get to in a minute. So, she she confronts Pedro. This is where we get more of the story of what happened with the kill. Well, let me take a swig of beer. It's like 96 degrees outside, man. It's hot. Alright, so he she confronts um, Pedro. And she gives a detail like, yo, I saw you. And he's like, what you mean? Like, when he was strangling me and Gustavo was knocked out, I saw you in the kitchen with a knife shook. Like, you didn't move. You froze. And this is where Lucia shows she got boss traits. Because she completely owns Pedro. And he's, and he's like, he's caught. He's shocked. He's caught red-handed. And she tells him, like, yo, you're going to go to your father's. You're going to act normal, you're going to act regular, and you're going to be good. Just come back after you're done. Like, she puts the, 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 she lays the pimp hand down. So. So, anyway, it's Lucy, we were Lucia, and then she gets a flashback. She's hiding, she's a kid. Like, maybe four or five. She's a kid hiding under the bed. And her sister is, like, calling her out from under the bed. And then some dude comes in, and we don't see this, but we hear he lets off two gunshots and kills the little girl. So this is what I'm saying. Lucia was lying. She saw her sister die. I guess she don't trust Spanish Rock that, that well enough to tell him. But we find out we get a little bit more details because Lucia is chilling with um Gustavo while Pedro's with his pops. And she says something to him, and she goes, hey, don't rem- don't forget, I'm your boss. And then Spanish Rock is like, all right, my bad, my bad. So, And she's like, I'm just joking. And she's like, especially since I seen you kill a man by crushing his skull. So once I seen that, like, I can't be your boss. And that just tells me Lucia's pip hand ain't strong enough. Because how many gangsters movies you seen... With their right-hand man is a lot tougher than the main dude. But whatever. 
So they talking on the couch and getting real like emotional. Not like I love you emotionally, but just emotional. And she hugs him and she says everything's going to be okay. And he repeats the same thing to her. Pedro returns and walks in like he looks jealous. I don't like I don't like Pedro. He looks like that's your cousin, homeboy. Like you wasn't going to bang her anyway. Take another look a bit. Like, so what are you looking jealous for? But anyway, Pedro gets back there and he tells him the plan worked. My father went to homeboy's house three hours after we left. And uh, Gustavo starts laughing. Lucia's like, Thank God, we got it. But he, he goes, Either way, it worked. My father thinks he stole the money and took off. So, what I proposed worked. Alright, so now we're going to jump to Teddy. Teddy made a trip to the jungle to meet up with Alejandro, because that's where he thinks he went with the guns to, in the jungle. And when Teddy gets there, he runs into a kid. And he sees a kid, and the kid screams, intruder, in Spanish. Intruder, intruder. And he runs into an army, like a, yeah, I guess a, a military, a militia, whatever. And they point guns, and then Alejandro comes out, and he goes, how the hell did you get here? And whatever, and Teddy tells him. But anyway, back at the camp, um, oh yeah, when he meets Alejandro, he tells him straight up, I'm here, now we're going to scratch them serial numbers off. Alejandro's okay with it, so they, in the jungle, they scraping the serial numbers off, Alejandro got his militia crew helping as well. And while they're scraping the numbers off, Teddy takes notice of the kid he saw earlier. And he asks the lady that he's, that he's sitting next to, like, where'd that kid come from? Like, who's that kid belong to? And she tells him, don't belong to anybody. We found him in the jungle and we just took him in. So, and then in that conversation, Teddy finds out Alejandro's married. It's a revelation. Alright, so... Teddy's in some tent with some ladies. Is like, I I think it's cold. I couldn't really sell. I think it's cold. But anyway, there's some lady like stirring in a pot, and he asks uh the cocoa leaves, how long do they take to you know cook or whatever? No answer. Then he asks, how often do they arrive? Like a seasonal type thing. No answer. So he gets up, pulls money out the pocket, and offers it to. Her. She takes the money, and all of a sudden, she can speak. She tells him. All right. So, Teddy is with the kid, and he starts asking questions. Like, how did you get here? And the kid answers that. Like, um, what's your, what did your father die from? And the kid gets frustrated. And he goes, you're no fun, and he storms off. Like, the kid is looking very suspicious. So, alright. Teddy, then they cut to a scene with Teddy, like, looking in the trees, like, studying them or whatever. Like, he's suspicious of the kid, and I guess that's the area where the kid was, and he's looking at the area. So, and when Teddy, when Teddy's back at the camp, Alejandro comes to him, but Teddy's, like, fiddling with some gizmo, which I'm assuming he found in the tree. So, Teddy looks for the kid. And shows him the device. And the kid looks petrified. 
like scared out his mind. So Teddy takes the device to Alejandro and his wife and tells them the story. It's like, yeah, I was talking to this kid. He knew I was CIA. He knew this. He knew that. Like, it just seemed weird. And Teddy's like, I'm good at telling when people lie. You know, he got that CIA training. But, like, that kid looked terrified. And Teddy's, like, concerned. He don't want nothing bad to happen to the kid. So Teddy tells the the lady, like, he's just a kid because I think they're going to kill him. He's just a kid. And the lady looks at him. He's like, yeah, but that just a kid almost had us killed. Like, the device was a infrared transmitter. Like, and it didn't work because the kid put the battery in wrong, so they didn't really hear shit. So the lady's like, I right, put it in the trees way off camp. But when the helicopter shows up, you'll shoot it down. So, but anyway, at the end, piling in the car, I mean, Alejandro's going somewhere else, and they just hear a gunshot. And Teddy knows exactly what that gunshot is. He looks in the jungle and sees the lady walk past with the gun in her hand. Like, he knows and he's, like, hurt. Because he know he got a son. So, he's really hurting over that. But the kid had to go. Like, you work for the enemy. And that's, that's, and this is what um, Teddy's girlfriend was warning him about. Like, psychologically, that could, that had a damn, that had an imprint psychologically on Teddy. So, it's like, you're not like what we seen with Teddy and Franklin that they're not built for and I'm about to get to some shit that Franklin's not built to let me review his his storyline alright so it opens up with Franklin practicing his aim cause you know he got that new gun that Jerome gave him so he's shooting like bottles and shit alright so and then Leon shows up and Leon wants to shoot. Frankly, don't want to let him shoot. So they start, like, fussing over the gun. And whatever, like, whatever, the gun hits Franklin in the face. And he flips out. Like, this is a loaded fucking gun. What are you doing? And whatever. But Leon tells Franklin, like, yo, I found Carvel. And he's been spending, too. So they track him down. They find the they find the car that Carvel bought, and then Franklin is pissed like damn, and then Leon's like yeah them rims cost money too, so Franklin's pissed so they go in the house, they look in and they find Carvel high as shit, in like a lawn chair in his bedroom with a chick laying on his lap, like, and then Carvel sees them, he pushes the chick off and he gets up but he just falls because he's high as hell. So, so Franklin pulls up to Avi with the car and Carvel in the truck to give it to Avi. And Avi, like, like, this person, like, what the hell are you bringing this, this dude to me? Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with it? So, which answers my question, why didn't Franklin call Avi? That's it, because Avi don't want to do nothing with that. But seeing this episode, Avi was cool. Like, he didn't trip. He, he tripped, but he didn't really trip. So I think Franklin could have asked, and it wouldn't have been no repercussions. Like he he would have got a yes or no answer, and that's it. But anyway, 
So, Avi does not want to take the car. So, Avi goes and gets a shovel. He gives it to Franklin. He goes to Masabi Desert. That's that's my burial for my bodies. So, here's what I suggest you bury him there. So, Franklin and Leon are driving the car to the desert. And Carvel wakes up in the trunk. He's kicking and screaming like they they freaking out. And then they pulling up to like a I I I guess a stop like cuz there's construction on the road or whatever. And he's making noise so Franklin pumps up the radio. <laughs> and then Leon starts singing along. Like but yeah, so Anyway, they, they continue driving. They get past the construction worker site. And then Carvel breaks through the back seat. Leon freaks out. This is the funniest scene in the whole episode. Leon freaks out. But before he breaks through the back seat, he starts punching the back seat. So Leon's like, yo, give me the gun. Give me the gun. He lets off a shot. And boom, their eardrums like pop. Because this is in the car. And the windows are... And I think um, Leon's windows roll down. But it's still a tight space. Uh and he shoots, but Carvel breaks through the back seat, and he comes out through the back seat, and they start freaking out. They start tripping. So anyway, they pull the car over, and they get outside, and they just waiting to see what happens. And Car the trunk opens up, and Carvel takes off running. Leon shoots, gets him in the shoulder, but he breaks off and runs through the desert. So Franklin and Leon follow after him, like tracking the blood on the ground, trying to get Carvel. And Leon finds him. So Franklin grabs the gun, like he gonna do something. Spoiler alert, he's not. And Leon has to take the gun and kill Carvel. See, this is the thing, like Franklin is... Maybe he will get built for this life, but as of right now, he is not built for this life. Like, he's not hes not cold enough. He's not, like, cold-hearted enough. Like, he cares too much. Like, that's not going to get you by in this drug game. Yeah, but this is what Louis and Jerome was warning him about, but he was too stubborn to listen. Now he's witnessing it firsthand. So, anyway... Franklin and Leon take the car to like a chop shop or whatever to sell it. And the guy offers like 2500 And Leon tells him like, yo, that's not enough to pay Avi. He doesn't call him Avi, he calls him the Israeli. And that's not enough to pay him. And then Franklin's like, alright, I got an idea. And he goes and gets his bike. The brand new bike that he bought, man. He, he rode it for like a day it got stolen, he got it back, and now he's selling it. The sad life of that bike. Anyway, he sells it, he gets enough bread. Alright, so Franklin has the money to pay Avi. He has the money in the brown paper bag. And him and Leon leave the chop shop, and they go to separate ways. Franklin tells Leon, just hit me up tomorrow. Like, Leon wants to talk, but Franklin wasn't really ready to talk. But Franklin goes to Avi... Gives him the money. And then Avi goes, I hooked the kid up with three more kilos. And Franklin goes, nah. Nah, I'm done. I'm out. And Avi looks at him like confused. Like, out? And he goes, yeah, I'm done. 
And he goes, well, I'll tell you what, kid. You lasted longer than I thought you would. And he laughs. But I think, I think Avi is like, he's expecting the kid to come back. I mean, he has to come back. This three, this, it goes up to season four. We're on episode four of season one. And he quits. See, I hate that shit. In movies, like you watch superhero movies. And you watch, like, Spider-Man 2. Like, he quits being Spider-Man. Like, like, and I hate that because, like, I'm watching Spider-Man. Yet we know you're not quitting. You're going to put on that damn costume. You're going to swing on some web, save Mary Jane, and we're going to get a good movie out of it. Like, I hate that shit in all, especially in superhero movies. I hate when they quit and then they come back, like, oh, like, in cop movies. They retire. They get forced out of retirement to come back to serve this one last case or whatnot. But, yeah, this episode... I mean, improvement over last episode. Even though I liked last episode, but nothing happened last episode. Stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened this episode. But what we learned is what I what I suspected. Pedro was a punk. Clearly not built for this life. But you get a dad that's in the drug business, and you think you can follow in his footsteps. So you follow, but you're not built for this life. It's like The Wire. I forget that kid's name, but the kid with the long hair in season four... He had all the money. His dad was a super bad super thug. But he was not built for this life. Just like Pedro. He is not built for this life. He's too fragile. He gets worked up quickly. So yeah. Pedro was not built for this life. And Teddy came off good this episode. Like. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't care about these Teddy storylines. I had to rewind the episode a couple times. Because I missed some shit. But like. I really don't care about these Teddy storylines. They do not interest me at all. That's why I tell I squeeze his story between Spanish Rock and Franklin. Because I really don't like Teddy's storyline. But anyway, he t- he was pretty good. Like, he turned out pretty useful. He found out the the snake kid, like the enemy kid. He found him out. And he was chilling with the, 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 the militia for a while. And the girl was upset when he told her, like, damn, I should have seen this. But yeah, but then they, they killed the fucking kid. Teddy's dejected, but that was a good. You we saw another side of Alejandro, and and his wife gives Teddy an envelope, and in the envelope is a family picture of Alejandro, her, and a kid. I didn't. Alejandro got a kid too, but the kid was nowhere to be found. So I'm guessing something bad happened to the kid. I wonder if we'll know, but yeah, like we found a lot about Alejandro. And, um, yeah, Spanish Rock, we found out what he had to do to kill him. It sounds like it was a battle, because, um, last episode, Gustavo noticed how big the dude was. But, the dude manhandled all three of them. It seems like Pedro didn't get touched, because he's soft as wet dog shit. But... And then Lucia said Alejandro, not Alejandro, Gustavo, broke that guy's skull with his hands. That sounded ruthless. I would have liked to have seen that scene. But yeah. And Franklin, you know, he's... He... I mean, he, he, he now he's including Leon in his... Well, in the Paz drug game, because he, since he quit. Like, I don't... Like, I don't think he's going to... I think he's going to 
pick up another kilo of coke next episode. I don't think it's going to last long. I don't even think it's going to last the episode. That's my opinion. Now, it may last the whole episode, and at the end, he may jump to the coke game again. But I don't think it's going to last the whole episode. But, yeah. It's another great episode by Snowfall. These four episodes have been great. Great episodes. Yeah, I think I'm a... Remove the ad from the beginning of these episodes. I don't like the way I sound on them. But anyway, thank you for listening. Listen to another episode of the Chris Watches Podcast. Tune in next time. We'll be reviewing Snowfall, Season 1, Episode 5. Alright, thanks for listening.